Films Movie Fans. It's Nathan, and I'm here with Jessica, and it is time for It's a Classic, our podcast, Dad our, and Daughter, yeah. where we sit down and we watch the movies from 1973 to 1999, the movies that I grew up with as a Gen Xer talking to a Gen Zer. Do these movies really measure up, and are they a classic? Jessica, how do you feel like it's been going lately? I feel like it's been going really well. So you've had a lot of fun doing this. Yes, I am really, really enjoying this. Okay, cool. So, so far we've done, this is our third episode. Yes, we're getting in there. It's interesting because now we have found ourselves, we've actually got the next episode kind of uh, ready to go uh, to record after this one. Um, and that was just kind of a fluke that we found. Yeah, what we, we happened to, to be just sitting there. We were like, you know what? We're going to do this one. Yeah, we're going to do that. So, But first, this actually came from your mom. Your yes. mom wanted us to watch this. We were sitting there one night. Love and you, she mom. Said, and you know, from the, if you've <laughs> seen the title of the episode, uh, you know, we're going to be doing one of those ones that when you think 80s movies, you think of this it's, one. It's a staple. It's a staple. And I really want to hear what you think because this movie, um, you know, it's one of those ones that's in like a time capsule. Oh, it yeah. really is in a bubble of a time capsule where you kind of wonder uh, y- y- when you play it for the first time, you're like literally like, okay, what are my kids going to think of this? Because it's, it's yeah. just that movie. <laughs> and that movie is Footloose. Footloose. Woo! Yes, that's right. We are going to be talking about the movie that, well, it didn't really make him a star, but it put the Baconator really <laughs> on the map. Kevin Bacon. Did you just say the Baconator? I did. I called him the Baconator. <laughs> oh that is That is what I call him. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we got Kevin Bacon, and uh, it, it, you know what? I don't even have to explain the plot. Everybody yeah, knows the plot. Everyone knows, Footloose. Everyone knows this, what Footloose is. You got this Midwestern town that has outlawed dancing, which is actually based off of a true story. We did find that out. It yes. is based off a true story. Jess went and looked it up for I us. I did. So um, it was based off of. I'm trying to. Oh, yes. Here we go. Based off a small town i believe called elmore city in El- oklahoma that was in oklahoma it yeah. was in oklahoma in 1990 ni- sorry 1898 1898 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it can happen after yeah. the movie. in 1898 they banned dancing in an attempt to cut down on heavy drinking until a group of high school or teenagers campaigned to change it for their prom in eight in 1978. So it took all the way to 1978. <laughs> yes. I was actually that's amazing because the year that they petitioned to dance, I was alive. That is, yeah, and that's actually the year your mother was born. Weird. Yeah, your mother was born the day that the high schoolers won, or not the day, but the year that the, the high year, schoolers yeah. won uh, the right to dance. And of course, you know, all dancing leads to drinking. And, of course, uh, you know. Of course, <laughs> drinking and all sorts of lascivious behavior, and that is what That's we know word. from the movie Footloose. Um, but uh, Jess, okay, I gotta ask. Okay, okay. You've heard of this movie? Yes. You've heard all of my the life. song because you've been to a million weddings <laughs> and and dances and, and dances and the theme song, the theme song by Mister Eighties soundtrack theme song himself, Kenny Loggins. Yeah. You got Kenny Loggins who who created the genius song, uh, who wrote the genius song for Caddyshack. I'm all right with the yeah. dancing gopher. Oh yeah, yeah. He comes up with this one, Footloose. Uh, he writes Beautiful. the Danger Zone. I will argue. Best soundtrack theme song in really? the 80s was Danger Zone. Yeah, huh. the, the Loggins, man, he was all over. So we got the Baconator and the Loggins. And uh, I do <laughs> have something to say. Names. Because music is such an important part of this movie. Yes. This was the first tape I ever bought. 
Really? I rode. I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. I rode my bike to <laughs> the Kmart. Maybe I didn't know this. I don't know. To the Kmart in Loyal Sock Township in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and I saved up my money and I bought Footloose. That, do you still have it? No, <sighs> no. It was a cassette tape. Interesting trivia. What was the first CD I ever bought, you know? It's in the back of my brain. You should know this. Yeah. <laughs> bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet was Dang the first it. CD uh. I ever bought. But Footloose was the first cassette tape I ever bought. And so, all of my own money. And so, I played that thing till it died. I mean, yeah. literally played that thing till it died. And there's a lot of great songs on it. But mm-hmm. as a uh, Gen Z, 17 years yeah. old, you know, you've heard this. Oh you've my heard God. the theme song I, over and yeah. over and over. I love this song, actually. It's one of my... Like, it's up there in my, I guess I would say my top 50 songs. I love top this song. Top 50 song. songs? It's yeah. a good song. It's I a mean, fun song. Like, every time I hear it, like, I've been to prom and, like, homecoming and stuff. And every time I hear it, I'm I'm always, like, excited. And I can never learn the dance. Yeah. I've tried so well, hard. there's not really a dance with it. Wait, there is. everybody, there's a dance yes, with this song? Yes. It's like Cotton Eye Joe, but funky. Oh, that's new. Because there wasn't a dance when I was a kid. It just, I think Footloose it was a, came on. I think just, it was a TikTok thing. Footloose came on and you cut loose. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. I just dance to it because it's a fun song. Well, it is. And it is. And I admit that it's a good song. But yeah. let's talk about this movie. All right. This movie, you got Kevin Bacon. He is the wild city boy coming in. With Crazy. That, yeah, that glorious hair. That he has. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that amazing hair he has. Uh, he, he comes to this small town. Um, do you remember what the name of the town is? Ah, uh, trivia time. Why do what I want to say it? You don't remember the town, do you? I'm going to cheat. Oh, Jess is doing her research now. <laughs> yeah, he comes to this town, which uh, Jess is going to find the name of. I, I'm going to try to. You should have looked this up ahead of time. I know. Yeah, because I told you, you needed to be ready for this. I have other facts loaded. You but have other facts loaded, but you don't yes. even know the name of the town. Shh. <laughs> Uh, so you have an, uh, you know, you have this movie where Elmore City. I was right. I was gonna say Elmore. I knew it was Elmore. It's not Elmore. What? Elmore's oh, the name shoot. of the real city. It's Beaumont. <laughs> Sorry, Beaumont. Beaumont. I got too excited. <laughs> you got way too excited. So he comes to Beaumont. He's living with his mom. Uh, we know that something has happened with his father. Um, yeah. That they had to. There's a divorce. Or his dad ran out on him. Um, and so they come to live here. And the first time we see Ren, he's at church. Yeah. With the pastor who's railing against the dangers of alcohol. Interesting uh, sermon. Well, you know, it's funny because this movie came out like like those kind of sermons. I heard those, not necessarily yeah. from the pastor of the church I went to, but, you know, you heard those things uh, growing up in the 80s, like the satanic panic yeah. and how music Ooh, was... satanic panic's a good... I've always loved that. Like the whole just... It's so interesting to me. Well, yeah. I mean, it was this thing that kind of went on and, you know, rock music's evil and everything's yeah. bad. And, you know, you, you kind of have to uh, uh, avoid it. And that's what we got here. But Ren shows up. He's obviously an outsider right away because we know what. What does he like? Music. Well, he likes music, but there's something else. What's the very first? Do you remember what the very first sign we see that he is not going to oh, fit in here? Oh, he likes um the book. Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah, Slaughterhouse Five. He likes Kurt Vonnegut, and they're I trying to Vonnegut. ban the book. And, yeah. Uh, and immediately when he says it's a great book, so they all look at him weird. How did you feel about the teenagers in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> well. They race tractors. Sorry, no, they do jousting with tractors. No, so they that's do chicken with tractors. Sorry, chicken with tractors. So that's that's one uh, that's thing one about thing. that. Um, 
this is really different from our last episode. Our last episode, I felt like, okay, these are real teenagers. Yeah, they come across Here, like real teenagers. This is Broadway. They're 23 playing a 14-year-old. There is ain't no way that a teenager's oh, yeah. acting I mean, like, like that. It's probably <laughs> older than that. You've got, like, I, like everybody's in their mid-20s. Yeah. They are, uh, they're, they're playing the role of a high schooler, you know. And I love what the fact is, is, you know, Ren comes from the big city of Chicago. And he's right? so, like... Wow, he's, he's so crazy. Cool. He's so crazy. He drives a VW Bug and listens to Quiet Riot, you know? <laughs> he drives the same kind of car that my friend wants. Like, what your what? friend wants? It's like yes. a little bug? Yeah. <laughs> but what did you? What I love about what really was cracking me up, and, and I, I saw this movie uh, back in the day, uh, and I haven't watched it that much. I mean, I've watched it a lot when I was a kid, but I haven't watched it so much since then. But what, as an adult sitting there, things stand out to me that are just really hilarious, like, uh, here's supposed to be this pinnacle of innocence in Beaumont, and Ren gets there, and what's like one of the earliest things we find out? People are trying to sell him weed. Yeah, like it's <laughs> and, and, and it's like immediately no city kid will smoke weed, you know, and and oh. so he's constantly getting in trouble as a being called a troublemaker. But it's all the kids around him. Yeah, they're pushing it on him and being like trying to make him do stuff, and then he's like, no, I'm not going to do that, and well, then they like get tractor caught. Jousting or yeah. tractor chicken, which is. There's Incredible! So in it's glorious. Movie, I mean, you've seen the plot. You know that Ren comes to town. The pastor's daughter is the bad girl. Of course, like we always are, because yeah. all pastors' daughters are. You, we all are. I, all I are. am a. You're a pastor's daughter. Train wreck. And are, <laughs> and she's in there with her painted on jeans, walking oh. around. Uh, okay, speaking of jeans, you know what I just found out. What's that? So with his pants, they would make them intentionally tighter, so he could like dance. They would put on the jeans for him, and then they would pin them and sew them so they were tighter. Well, what, how does that help him dance? I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. It was, yeah. That was really I weird. just saw that, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. That's really weird. Sorry. And, and you're a costume person in, your, <laughs> yes. in theater. Class, and I would and think you're going to give him like some straight leg jeans that are like, yeah. have a lot of movement, maybe some stretch in the like elastic in the waist. No, you're going to. What? <laughs> yeah, this is the eighties. We got to make them tighter because you got because you can't you can't have Laurie Singer beat you in the tight pants. Laurie Singer playing the pastor's daughter. You can't have her beating you in the tight pants category. I don't know. Um, Did you yeah. know that Madonna almost played her? No, I didn't yeah. know that. They That's were considering Madonna for the role. Ariel. Ariel, yes. daughter of the so you know not so Little Mermaid uh, <laughs> with her tight pants. Uh, yeah. Kevin Bacon's name is Ren, and how cool! Is I him? love that Hello, name. I'm Ren, and I'm not with the W, but R E N. Not with the W, with an R. Um, yeah, this movie's got all sorts of people. We've got uh, Kevin Bacon, Laurie Singer, Sarah Jessica Parker's in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so if you're a Sex in the City fan, or uh, y- you know her from just a so many Hocus Pocus, so many other movies. I love Hocus Pocus. John Lithgow. John Lithgow plays the Reverend Shaw Moore. That sounds like a Reverend who's also a gunfighter. I'm just gonna put it out. He there. sounds like a sh- like a country sheriff. Yeah, he does. He was Lord Farquaad in. Um, yeah, that's Lord Farquaad. What? Shrek. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in the know. in the movie. In the movie Shrek, yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. John Lithgow. John Lithgow is so well known. I mean, you haven't watched as many <laughs> so... movies, but yeah, yeah he is. A, he's he's a distinguished yeah. and distinguished yeah. actor. I mean, he was in Howard the Duck for crying out loud. Haven't seen that one yeah, yet. Yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> um, but no, John Lithgow's amazing. Yeah. And, he, and and you know, this is something I liked about it. How did you feel about the pastor part? I. I. 
it's funny because I can still relate to that today as seeing that. Like there are so many like videos that I'll see of pastors who are just kind of getting, I don't It's hard to explain like that kind of like, let me ask you this way. Do you think he's a bad guy? I don't, I don't think he, I think he, he wants what's best, Yeah. but he's going about it the wrong way. But he's also, and I felt like this, he's also a guy who's willing to learn. He right? is. Because about yeah. halfway through the movie, right right after they do the, the whole book burning scene, yes. um, you, you know, you have this scene where everybody's getting mad and they're burning books at the library and he comes in and he, he stops them. You know, you realize that he's, he's willing to be open and learn. Uh, mostly at the uh, at the urging of his wife, who's played by Diane Weiss. I and love her. She's she awesome. She's so cool. Is amazing. She's awesome. And so, uh, and you know, you kind of see this 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 facade kind of crumbling because he finds out that his daughter is is very familiar with the boys <laughs> in the town and <laughs> and uh, listens to music. How dare she? And listens to music. But it was also the reason why he did this is because it was his son who was yes. killed in this horrible accident where they went dancing and drinking and rock and roll and. That's what caused yeah. the town to do this. Which it's it's quite a sad story, and that when that they regard it is, yeah, when they reveal that, you kind of go, oh, like this makes sense. He's yeah. he's hurt. He's upset. He's hurt. Um, but let's uh, let's let's talk about um, the music. Yes. Let's talk about. The I music. would love to talk about the music. Do you consider this to be a musical? You're into musicals. You love musicals. Yes, You're- I am a <laughs> big theater kid. Um. I, it, the closest it would get to would be a jukebox musical. So like your mama Mia. jukebox okay. musical? So it's when you take kind of these more modern songs, say like Mamma Mia. That's an entire okay. musical based off of ABBA songs. Okay. So it's going to take, it, or like Moulin Rouge. Yeah, yeah. So it takes these songs that are already kind of done uh-huh. and turns them into a musical with a storyline. So I think that's going to be the closest you're going to get, but I I don't consider it a musical. Okay, so here's – I don't either, and this is why. Though it is cl- – do people do talk about it being a musical. Here's my problem. In a musical – because you just guys you guys just had a great one at your yes. school. Adam's family yeah. did awesome. <laughs> um, in a musical, there are musical numbers, right? Yes. And musical numbers in a musical are very much a part of the dialogue of what's going yes. on. Yes, it, right? it carries a story, and it is crucial to have those moments with the music. Yeah. It's not like you can cut every all the music out. And take it. And with this movie specifically, yes, the music is a important part. But mm-hmm. they, it's okay. Here's like I think about it: if they don't know the music's happening, it's not a musical. Okay. So interestingly enough, I have a different take on that. Okay. Um, I think if they don't know the music is happening, it is a musical, and that the music is just a medium for them to communicate uh what's happening okay? okay um because they never acknowledge that they're saying you don't go see cats and or or wicked or yeah. uh or the adams family and they get done with the with the number and they go oh that was great singing gomez they don't do that yeah right? they just transition into spoken dialogue however in this one during the infamous rage punch dance <laughs> right which is, in a sense, you could say, well, this is kind of like a musical. He's out there. This could be symbolic of his anger and his frustration that he drives yeah. out to the grain elevator and smoking and drinking, and then all of a sudden it all turns into All I can think a, about is Hot Rod. I'm sorry. I know. Hot Rod <laughs> spoofed it perfectly. But you got this perfect, perfect, like, choreographed scene. And if they just did it, and it went back to him in the car, just kind of frustrated, and Lori yeah. Singer, the daughter, walks up. 
the pastor's daughter. But she acknowledges she that does. he's been dancing. <laughs> she comes in the room and she's like, "Woo, you look." And I'm thinking, "Okay, so as an impressionable child, this is the issue with this movie. And, and as an impressionable child, this movie convinced me that when I was angry, if I danced, I would be cool, right? Um, <laughs> did you just snort? Yes. Okay. So I imagine like seven year old you in your backyard. Try middle like, school or middle school. Sorry, just like ha ha. Got try, music try lesson, the, uh, and try your the poor school, mom. Try the middle school bathroom. Like, what? Try the middle school bathroom when I was alone and somebody'd been picking on me. No. Had the music in my head. Can't dance at all. I, you know what? This I am confessing that in front of the I don't know fifteen people who listen to this that yes I personally at least twice tried to punch dance out my rage in the bathroom. It's fine. At actually it was Four Mile Elementary, so it was elementary school. It was fifth grade. Four Mile Elementary. <laughs> Uh, in, in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, Loyal Sock Township, I tried to punch dance out my rage in the bathroom. You know what? It makes you feel better. You almost caught me doing a choreographed uh, run through of a song from Bean Girls today. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So, But here's the thing. Here's the thing. She comes in and she's just blown away by his moves. Apparently, and, I mean. And, and if, let's let's be real honest. You love that. You know, Go for it. You know that every warehouse is set up with a with a high bar and a uh, gymnastics, essentially a gymnastics setup where he can do swing perfectly. Swing perfectly, and uh, my favorite is the silhouette of him running across the windows, and he's got his arms out, and there's yeah. this perfect like, obviously not him, but that's probably where they needed the tight pants. Um, <laughs> it's not a musical because of that. It's not it's a not. musical because they acknowledge. The songs, it is a, a you know, a granted, in, in the dance scene and the bar scene where they're out there, that's acceptable because they're in a yeah. venue where music is allowed. And even though Kevin Bacon puts on the tape for his punch dance scene and he's dancing to it, the fact that she comes in and acknowledges it can't be a musical then. Yeah. In fact, it, she should be mocking him. <laughs> Bully! She should be sitting there going... What are you doing? She should be bullying him. Yes. But, you know, he's Ren. He's from Chicago. He's big city boy. He's, he's a cool guy. He's got the tight pants. And, mm. you know, he's he's so cool that he befriends the local tough guy cowboy fellow student. Who, by the way, both of them are gymnasts. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yes. Yeah, Chris. Why is gymnastics? That I was expecting, like, football, <laughs> soccer, it, maybe even, like, water polo. Well, that you Gymnastics? Have to, you have to explain why he's a good dancer. But you have Chris Penn, brother of Sean Penn, who has passed away since then, who has played a lot of great roles as a cop and um, in True Romance, and he played a gangster in Reservoir Dogs, and he's just known for that. But here he kind of plays this yokel, goofy, sweet cowboy, goofy I kid love him. who can't dance, and that's one of he's the most so famous cute. portions of the movie is is Ren trying to teach uh, teach his friend to dance and. I'm blanking on his friend's name. Um, Willard. Willard, that's right. Willard. Um, he's trying to teach Willard to dance, and he gets his cousins involved in it, and, you know, everything's really cool. And it's this little funny montage, one of probably several. Um, Hundreds. <laughs> but the whole point, this movie comes down to this. We want a senior prom. We want a senior prom. We want a senior prom. And we promise you that we will not engage in the drinking and the sex. We just want a senior prom. What did prom. he say? Uh, something. Oh, oh what was yeah. it? It was something that you giggled at, and I can't remember what it was. I, you know, I giggled at a lot of things. I mean, here I am, <laughs> almost fifty, watching this movie, going, "Wow, 
what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what was I thinking that this was so cool? I now understand the lens that my dad watched this movie through. <laughs> That's the thing. And That's so weird. It is, is it not? I'm sitting there thinking, okay, now I'm at, but my dad wasn't 50 when this movie came out, but I'm like, okay, now I'm watching it through the lens of him. With my child going, oh my gosh, this is. I'm gonna ridiculous. have to do that one day, and it's gonna be. It's, it's I'm gonna. gonna be it's gonna hit the. Hit but, the switch. You know, you get this. The, what plot? The plot is we can't dance. We want to dance. I'm we gonna throw dance. some. I'm gonna throw some Bible verses at the city council. Pastor's gonna, you know, listen to his wife, which who's gonna go stop being a stodgy stick in the mud. It's very funny because I have a brother who is very knowledgeable on the bible and immediately before before red opens his mouth he starts like he's gonna say this one this one and this one and And he knows them and i was like okay interestingly (laughs) enough that scene uh was actually the acting in that scene of him being nervous was because he truly was yes he he broke out in hives because he hates public speaking and he just kind of rushed through it he had to get out of it he doesn't like it so uh, interestingly, Which is funny because acting. he's an actor. Well, he's an actor, but there's it's a different kind of thing. Speaking right? of method acting, did oh. you know that he actually went to a real high school undercover? Yes, I did hear this. <laughs> the only people that knew who he was were the principal and the guidance counselor. And, and they en- introduced him as Ren. And he ended up leaving early, yes, right? Yes, he, he was so tired of it by the end of the day. That he just left early. He was just so sick of high school. Yes. I mean, if he's, you know, he's like 25. Yeah. He's so sick of high he school. Said, he said, like, leave. he got bullied. And oh, a bunch he of, did? Yes. They, oh, was he wearing the tie? I don't know. Oh, that's the, the kids, other thing is he wears that tie. He The kids were, like, harassing him. Not, like, bullying him. And the girls were like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> and so finally he just <laughs> He just left. He was like, I'm done. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, okay, so this movie was directed by um, uh, Herbert Ross, who was not, this wasn't like his first movie. I mean, he, he had some names, some yeah. titles like uh, Goodbye Mr. Chips, Funny Lady, Goodbye Girl, uh, Pennies from Heaven, which was a terrible flop with Steve Martin. Uh, just a really creepy movie. He had Footloose, uh, Steel Magnolias. Did you know that? <gasps> I did, love that yeah, movie. He directed Steel oh, Magnolias, which I think is, I think is interesting. Uh, his last movie, his final film, was Boys on the Side. Uh, he he actually passed away in 2001 and 74. Mm-hmm. But Footloose is one of his – it's not it's not more well-known than, like, Goodbye Girl and all those. But uh, for an 80s kid, that's your exposure to yeah. Herbert Ross. That's the one you're going to think of. Um, you know, I, I, I we're going to sit here and we're going to say stuff. And people love this movie. They're like yeah. fanatic. This is probably the most <laughs> fanatical movie we have had looked at yeah. so far out of yeah. the three. This is the most fanatical. Because I know that guys my age, when they were asking us about what we were doing, I said, well, we just did this episode with My Bodyguard and, and mm-hmm. One Crazy Summer. And they're like, we, we don't know those. And yeah. so now we throw – and I was really kind of surprised that we went so – uh, well known so quickly yeah. in here, but it was on HBO, so we watched it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is. I don't think this episode is going to be as long because everybody knows yeah. this movie so well. So it's so like growing up. You, I mean, teachers, parents, yeah, friends, parents reference Footloose, Footloose, yeah, and it's it's, just, it's everywhere. It's just the dance movie of it is and the before 80s. i even watched this movie i knew the whole plot line i knew about like what happened who did what well, like and, and i think that has to do with the fact that it is like it's kind of like a pop culture meme right yes, footloose yes. is jimmy fallon spoofed it by having kevin bacon do the prom scene <laughs> dance and all that uh you know every every you know the hot rod thing that's just absolutely hysterical 
Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just so like ingrained in our in our minds and our in our culture. It so is. it's it's not something you're like discovering. You already knew. It, but yeah, your thoughts, my gut thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> Because this is, it's a classic. <laughs> and I promise you that I would say the majority of the people that we know who might listen to this, who grew up in that time, are going to tell you that it's a classic movie. What do you I... think? Gen Z, if yes. this movie came out today with no background, with no reference, and you went and saw it, would it be a classic? I think so because of how crazy the idea is. Okay, so like, the bonkersness of yes. the idea. Right? And like I I love dancing. Like this like this is a movie that's like right up my alley because uh-huh. I enjoy this kind of stuff. Yeah. But like I think even if you don't enjoy dancing, even the slightest bit, like uh-huh. it's a fun movie. Like it's genuinely I sat through it and yeah. it was fast and I was able to sit and not get bored to the point where I wanted to stop it. Okay. Yeah, I <sighs> For me personally, having seen it now, I don't think it's the classic that I remember. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I just yawned. <laughs> she just yawned right into the microphone. Try not to do really that sorry. next time. Um, uh, I don't think it's the classic I thought it was going to be, or I remember yeah. it being. Well, maybe that's just because that's the version you have with you is, you know, like. Yeah, this, the, yeah. <laughs> the fifth grade punch dance in the bathroom version. Well, yeah. like, when I go and I watch a Disney Channel movie that uh-huh. I grew up watching, like, yeah. Lemonade Mouth or something, and I'm going to watch it when I'm older, and I'm going to realize, oh, this is not what yeah. I remember it as being. Yeah, I, you know, the I, the music, classic. The oh, movie, yes, absolutely. The movie would not be what it is without the music. The music is what makes the movie. The music is what holds the whole movie together. Mm-hmm. You can't have Footloose without that music. And, uh, you know, even Kevin Bacon, I don't think he could pull it out without the music that we yeah. got from it. And uh, so I'm going to go was a classic, maybe not okay. so much anymore. And I think for I think it would probably uh, play better for now is more like a midnight movie. Yeah. Kind of like a cheesy midnight movie, maybe like Rocky Horror, the kind where you can. <laughs> You can dance in the aisles and do things like that. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like it, Footloose could actually be a midnight movie. So. I believe was this made into a Broadway show? Yeah, they did. I yes, believe. it I was this one. Yeah. yeah, I, I've definitely. I think I wanted to go see this one. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're starting to do that a lot. They're starting well, to take yeah. movies because they've got Back to the Future just got done. Did I, they, it really? Yes, yeah. Oh, I believe. Uh, it's either finished or about to finish. Oh wow! Okay. Or well, has not started yet. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, I want to see. Yeah, but they did like King cool. Kong. They did Back to the Future. They've done yeah. Footloose. They do they movies and they do translate them in the crazy musicals. things. And I yeah. thought that was I thought that's cool. Well, we've got one classic from Jessica, and we've got yeah. one used to be a classic, maybe not so much anymore, Post. but could be a cult movie. I think it might fall. Oh, into absolutely. Now. But uh, you feel good about it, huh? I feel good about You'd it. You'd watch it again. I have to take a little bit to digest it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a classic, but maybe not a classic that you'd watch. Yeah, be... like, okay. Would like... you sit down and watch it if it was on TV? Oh, absolutely. Okay. It's one of those, like, if I had the choice between, like, my favorite movies, I'm not going to pick uh-huh. that out. But if it's on, I'll be like, hey, let's watch Footloose. we got to watch Footloose. Okay, so you're not going to, like, have a party and say, you no. know, everybody come, we're going to cut loose and watch Footloose. <laughs> I mean, well, that actually does sound fun. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Well... Uh, you know, we were, I was looking at our stats and we're actually for being a tiny little podcast with the two of us and only three episodes, we're actually doing pretty good on the wow. downloads. So we want to say thank you to everybody yeah. who's listened. I imagine some of those are your friends. So thank you to all my friends who have been listening. I love you dearly. If you actually, to you talk with your old man, <laughs> my friend actually said that 
he lis- he listened <laughs> turned it on for five minutes and uh then fell asleep so you know who you are thanks was that Appreciate because it. of me no he just was tired then he was just tired I, I know that um, i can bore people so but yeah to all my friends thank you so much and the one I who fell asleep <laughs> i'll find out who you are uh, please dad please don't say that okay um well hey you know what uh we already hinted at that uh we have a uh movie already yes. selected for our next episode we're gonna go ahead and tell you what that is it is it is the robert zemeckis classic who framed? Which I believe it is a classic because it is <laughs> Can't groundbreaking. Even get through and it is the Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit is what we're doing <laughs> next time. So uh, stick around for that in the next week or so. And uh, once again, enjoy your movie watching. Find a family member to sit down and decide together if it is a classic. We will see you later. See y'all later.